And I have notes. Shane, I am shocked. I, I'm a little, I'm a little offended, actually. What do you mean you're offended? Like you don't think my notes are good enough? You have to make your own notes. Well, I'm just making notes of what I watched. That's absolutely fascinating, Shane. Yeah. Have you ever done this before? No. Well, I did once, <laughs> but that was like a long time ago, and I think that was for oh no, it wasn't even for Shaun of the Dead because. Well, the Cornetto trilogy, if you remember, because I didn't even bother. I remember distinctly saying to you, I don't need to make fucking notes for this. Yeah. <laughs> Although I do believe, I think you remember, I remember you telling me you made notes once, but it wasn't even for our show. It was for like something else, like maybe movies or something. And I'm oh, like, oh, you yeah. make fucking notes for them, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell, that was a while ago. Oh, shit. But I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. For maybe movie. Maybe movies. Maybe movies. Maybe movies. Um, because they only want me once a year, and that's October. Well, at least they want you, Shane. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Shout out to Max and Sam and everybody else who does, but maybe movies thingy. But I'm gonna recall it. Maybe movies. You need to hashtag that. Hashtag that? Yeah, hashtag uh, maybe movies. Hashtag maybe movies. Yeah, I put it in my notes. Look at that. Yeah, cool. Oh, man. I am going to sound like complete shit today, Shane. Why? What have you done? Oh, you know, stayed up till like 4 a.m. drinking and watching movies. Ah. Uh... See, it's funny you should say that, actually, but I've been staying up, but my sleeping pattern is so fucked. It's, uh, I've been staying up watching movies, and I've been sitting there surfing the internet and all the rest of it, and then when I go to sleep, I only get about three hours kept a night at the minute. So, I, last night was an, was an anomaly for me, because I went to bed at one o'clock, and I woke up at half six. Wow. And I was like, fuck me, you know, that's, like, that's awesome, like five and a half hours sleep, because as soon as I hit the pillow, I was out. Then at half past 12, I thought, oh, I'm just going to sit on the sofa and stare into nothingness. And the next thing I knew, it was half past three. So I got my eight hours, but just not in the way I wanted it. Yeah, right. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, um, that's about it. Yeah, I'm going to do my best not to cough directly into the microphone, but I can't make any promises. Oh, share the love, you know. <laughs> I was like, hey! <laughs> oh, no, I've been, I've been feeling extra cheesy lately. We've got a uh, we've got a set of uh, kittens that we're fostering. Oh, so uh, and me being allergic to cats, that's uh, that's always fun. You're so, allergic to cats? Yes, very much so. I never knew that. <laughs> And it doesn't help that I have two cats normally. No. But, you know, I get used to them, but then you bring in a, a pile of other ones, and I'm just like, oh my god, I'm going to die. How many are we talking? Uh, there is five kittens and one mama. Oh, oh my god! So you have eight cats. <laughs> That's a lot of cats in this fucking house. That's a lot of fucking cats. Oh, I thought it was bad when I had five. You had five? When did you have oh. five? Uh, when Squee, when I had Squee and Beth, 
um because squeeze she had four kittens oh that that harlot well actually funny story about squeeze because i was living at my brother's because i've just been made homeless but it's 1998 and um she obviously came in a season and at the time i was a bit clueless about cats and seasons and all that sort of shit and i'd left a small window open and she escaped and I heard these cats brawling outside and I thought, oh fuck, Squeeze got out. And then when I opened the door and I walked out of the garden, I saw Squee walking up, smile on her face, tail up. She's like, oh, hi, Dad. You know, I thought, okay. And then a few weeks later, sitting there, I thought, she, she's chunking out a bit. You know, she's getting a bit fat. <laughs> My nephew comes in. Oh, yeah, she's pregnant. I was like, what? And then I touched her belly. And then I felt movement, and it was that. It was the Star Wars no <laughs> moment. And, yeah, um, three weeks later, I popped four kittens. Wow. So, yeah, and it was Beth um, who I had. She was her firstborn. And, yeah, no one liked Beth because they said she was ugly. <laughs> Yeah, there's an, ugly, there's an ugly one in this kitten group, too. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, but no, she wasn't ugly. What it was, it was because if you look back at pictures of Squee and Beth, Beth had those, like, um, marks on her face where it looked like she'd been splattered with a paintbrush. Yep. Yeah, and that's why people said, oh, no, she's ugly. Oh, she's not fucking ugly. How dare you, you know? She was a kitten. But, yeah. So, that's 13 years. Since they yeah, man, thirteen that, fucking years. That can't possibly be that long. That's too long because I remember you having them. <laughs> that was twenty eleven. Twenty eleven, oh. right? Oh my god, Shane, what the fuck? How am I this old? Yeah, and well, you say that I'm fifty this year. Wow. So wow. yeah, yeah, and you're what forty two this year. I will be 42. Man, we is getting old. Yeah, and I will start recording the backup right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Glad you got the soppy shit out of the way. <laughs> yeah, right? Avoid soppy shit. <laughs> Record now. Oh. But yeah. Right. Let's, uh, let's dial this in, Shane, so I can eventually take a shower i feel like it's been a while and i can use one um and that's pretty much my main goal for today is to have a shower have watch a shower the, yeah have a shower watch the superb owl the superb owl yes no superb owl oh oh the owl sure yeah superb owl what and, we do in the shadows fans will get that reference no they won't yes they will all right <laughs> oh shit, I just clicked the wrong fucking button. <laughs> oh, you tit. Welcome to All You Need Is Blood. UHM Horror Podcast with your hosts, Ryan, Shane, and Mike.
And we are back. All you need is blood. Episode number one thirty six. I'm your host Ryan Tudelo. Joining me is my co-host Shane Smith. Mike Whittemore could not be here. Apparently, he had to like work or something, something to do with a job. I don't know. Yeah, he got called in for overtime. I like completely missed. I didn't have my phone like on last oh, night, right. so I just completely missed all that. So I'm I'm reading it now, and I'm like, oh yeah, I guess <laughs> I was waiting for him to come on. I'm like, where's Mike? <laughs> well, it's like when you messaged and said, it, is Mike around? And I was like, no, he had to go to work. <laughs> no, it's like, fuck's sake, Ryan. You know, you missed out that old whole conversation. <laughs> Completely blew by it. It absolutely didn't read it. So Mike will have to join us next time to talk about Indeed. whatever he was going to talk about. It's too bad, too, Shane. I have a whole bunch of shit that has to do with Mike that I was going to tell him. but Oh, know. man. That blows. Yeah, he's just going to miss out. Yeah. Well, you could always save it for next time and we can just talk random shit. Nah. Which is what we do anyway. It's already on my notes, Shane. I can't disobey the notes. You can. Fuck the rules. There are no rules. I better go on my my notes and delete Mike Whittemore from this one. Here we go. Well, welcome to the podcast where we discuss horror movies, talk shit to each other, various other nonsense, including, but not limited to music, movies, games, comics, whatever else happens to come up. We are the official podcast of UpcomingHorrorMovies.com, and if you want to get a hold of the podcast, our email is AllYouNeedIsBloodPod at gmail.com, the Facebook group AllYouNeedIsBlood, Instagram account AllYouNeedIsBloodPodcast, and if you're listening to us, it's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify... Just type in all you need is blood and subscribe. Oh, man. My voice sounds fucked. I can, like, hear it. You sound rough. Yeah. Oh, well, I had to have a significant drinking session last night because my cousin and I went to a double feature. And then as as we normally do... Uh, we mm. came we came back and started really drinking and had to watch Predator for the 500 millionth time in honor of mm. Carl Weathers, R.I.P. Yes, R.I.P. Carl Weathers. Oh, that's such a shame. It is. It's, it's funny you say that, actually, because I saw all these posts about Carl Weathers. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I was like, oh, he's dead. Shit. You know, and then you think back, it's like, all the people that we grew up watching on screen, they're all dying off because yeah. they're old. Ancient, you know? not even old, yeah. just like ancient. They're older than what we think. You know, we have them stuck in our heads like at a certain age. It's like, yeah, you know, it's Carl Weathers. You know, last thing I saw him in was Happy Gilmore. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> so it's kind of like, oh, he's dead. Shit. <laughs> you know, but yeah, it's like, it's kind of frightening, really. Same with musicians and stuff like that. People I grew up listening to are all dying, and it's like, fuck. You know things are bad when I disappear completely off social media is when Robert Smith has died. Oh, boy. Robert Smith from The Cure. If he, di- if he dies off, I'm disappearing for months. That's it. You're just going to... Into the shadows, huh? Yeah, I'm just going into the shadows. Going to get lost in a forest all alone. Sorry. Um... Get a quote, Kia quote in there, had to. But yeah, you know, it's um, it's really quite, quite frightening 
to see so many musicians and actors and stuff, you know, just dropping off. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was upset at that one because I fucking love Carl Weathers, man. Like yeah. the, the Rocky movies and Predator, and the, like that's just like a staple of my childhood. You know what I mean? That's like a significant part of my childhood. Yeah, do you know what's really funny though? Every time I think of Predator and Carl Weathers, I think of the fact you see his plastic stump, but he's got his real arm behind him, and you can just see his hand. <laughs> <laughs> I always, every time, every when my brother pointed that out to me, I was like, fuck me, oh yeah. And then every time I watched that movie, that's the first thing I looked for was like, there's his hand, there's his stump. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> He's yeah. shooting the gun, goof, 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 his arms <laughs> yeah. on the ground. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I was talking to my cousin last night about that movie, and I was telling him that, like, since this is like the, you know the hundred millionth time I've watched it, like every time you watch it, like you pick up something new or you like you think of something a different way. And I was like, yeah, I remember when like your favorite character like shifts throughout your life in that movie. Like when I was little, it's like, oh yeah, Schwarzenegger. I love Schwarzenegger, obviously. Yeah. And then when I became like an asshole teenager, I'm like, oh, it's Jesse the Body Ventura because he's a dickhead. Yeah. And then I'm and then now I'm like, oh no, it's fucking. <laughs> It's Bill Duke all the way, like a hundred percent. He's my favorite part of the movie now. I absolutely love him <laughs> in every scene. He's got all the best lines. It's so great. Yeah. Cheney, what sure. do you want? This cat has been super upset since the arrival of the kittens, and she's well, I'm not surprised. She's demanding been... attention. Cheney, I will put you in that kitten room and see how you feel about it. I should probably fucking massacre them all. Oh, she would, she'd hate it. Tony would like it. Well, I'm still having issues with Ziggy in the sofa. Oh, boy. I've got some spray, which I've sprayed on it. And every time he wants attention, the little fucker keeps jumping up on the back of the sofa. And he keeps sitting on the spot where he's peed. Mm-hmm. And he just looks at me as if to say, come on, then. What are you doing? I want to go out. If you don't let me out, I'm going to piss on the sofa again. And he keeps doing it. And it's like, I'm, I'm like, Ziggy, there's no need to jump on the back of the sofa. Fucking get over it. You know, yeah, you want to go out. Only problem is, he's waking me up at like 6.30, 5.30 in the fucking morning to do it. That little shit. Now, <sighs> Shane, ha- have you considered marking the sofa yourself? I'm not going to piss on my own sofa. <laughs> He'll let him know who's boss. Yeah, he'll let him know who's boss, but he'll also stink up my fucking flat as well. <laughs> like, I might have to look into getting a new sofa, but something with like Teflon on it, so it doesn't fucking it doesn't soak into the fabric behind the cushions because I've got a leather sofa. Oh yeah, um, yeah, and because Ziggy just happened to find the spot where the zip is, where the cushions zip up, that tiny little spot where all the fabric is, and that's very pissed. So I have this spray. I've sprayed the back of the sofa. I've sprayed behind the sofa and beside it. And I've sprayed all over my other sofa because I have two sofas, you see, and they face each other in the front room. And I've sprayed all behind that sofa and all down the side and even on his cat scratching post thing. And um, he still does it. He doesn't care. Someone suggested to me to use a lemon because apparently cats hate citrus. 
So I cut the lemon, cut it in half, put it behind the sofa. What does he do? Pissed on it. Get the fuck out of here. Seriously, not joking. He pissed on it. He was like, what the fuck is this shit? Fuck off. And then he pissed on it. I was like, I can't fucking believe this. And now he's ruined your lemon. He ruined the lemon. <laughs> he's ruined my sofa. He's not in the room. He's ruined my life, damn it. <laughs> Little shit. He don't care. He just doesn't care. It's almost like him saying, this is my sofa. This is my flat. I'll, you're just a guest. You feed me. Yeah. You're the guy you know? that you're the guy that opens the can. Well, no, he has pouches. He has sachets. You see. Oh, oh, excuse me. Yeah, no, he he won't eat stuff. Right now, Ziggy is very, very. He's unruly. I say unruly. He refuses to drink out of a water bowl. I have to run the tap for him twenty four seven so we can get water out of the tap. Um, if I turn it off. He meows at me until I turn it on. I'm not joking. And then he'll just look at me and walk away from it. He's like, no, I don't want it now. <clears throat> he won't eat food out of a can. He won't touch it. He just won't touch it. I've tried before. He won't touch it. Um, he'll eat biscuits, but they have to be out of a plastic recycl recyclable plastic bag. That's a good it's a good thing um, the Perina brand, not that I'm looking for any sponsors, um, but the Perina brand, um, they do all their packaging in recyclable plastic. And he will only eat out of that. Um, and then when it comes to other food, um, has to be out of pouches. Pouches. So, Cheney, you're, nah. getting can you're a can cat. You get the cans, right, Cheney? Hmm. You'd like it. You'd like the cans. Hmm. Oh, fuck. So, Shane, other than your cats and your couch and your piss and your lemon, what <laughs> <laughs> What else has been going on for you? Um, Not a lot, actually. I injured my thigh and my hip a couple of weeks ago. Wrestling um, accident? No, getting out of bed. Oh, God, you are so old. <laughs> yeah, I well, know, right? Yeah, getting out of fucking bed um, is <laughs> is quite funny. I I can't even I couldn't even get an appointment at the doctor's, but it's all right now. You know, it still twinges a little bit, but basically, I pulled the thigh muscle, and um, getting up and moving was fucking agony for a couple of days. But it's all good now, and uh, yeah. I was hobbling around like an old man. I had a couple of my neighbours who were really, really kind, and they said, did you need anything? Because I could barely walk. I couldn't fucking walk. Um, so it was just like hobbling around like a very old man, going, oh, Jesus Christ, I need a Zimmer frame or a new hip. You know, that's what I was thinking. But um, no, I'm all good. Um, there was that. Uh, I've been watching a lot of movies on Shudder. Um, which is kind of cool. Um, I've been anticipating buying music. I've not bought no new music for a while. So I've been checking out a band called Last Dinner Party. Mm -hmm. They're an all-female kind of like indie goth kind of band. 
and they've just released the album was out i think it was last week i've not bought it yet but i do plan on buying it um because i want to hear the rest of the songs because i've heard a lot of it and it sounds really fucking good uh what else has been going on i've not really been doing much um I've just been recovering from this bloody injury because I'm old. Wow. Um, I sorted out my DVD, my Blu-ray collection. I got rid of the spinny unit thing that I had and replaced it with a black ash bookshelf. And I've got most of my Blu-rays on the shelf. All the rest of them are currently sat on the top. Mm. And, you know, I thought, oh, I'll get all my Blu-rays on there. I haven't got that many. No, no. No, I've, I've I've not even counted how many Blu-rays I have, but there's a lot. And um, I'd say there's more than 150, but less than 200. Mm-hmm. And Blu-rays, that's not bad for me. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. I mean, I've not even bought any recently. So I've been really slacking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to give a comment on how many Blu-rays that I have. <laughs> Ryan, you have a fucking room full of them. We know this. We it's, all know it. It's so I spent, like, last weekend, I spent a good, oh, I don't know, let's call it two hours, maybe more, like, reorganizing so I can shift some space on shelves to, like, fit more Blu-rays, basically. Ah, uh, Okay. Actually, I did find a Blu-ray that I probably never watch, and it's a special edition of The Watchmen. So it's because um, I've got the 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 ultimate cut on Blu-ray, right? And I've got Miss, I've got Doctor Manhattan's head sitting on my shelf. <laughs> is the disc inside it? Yeah, the disc is inside it. It's still in the plastic, <laughs> it's still in the plastic, um, the plastic shell. So, yeah, basically, you open it up, it flips up when you open it, and then the DVD, the Blu-rays are inside. But it's basically the same, it's got the same content on it as what was on the original Blu-ray when it came out. Yeah. But um, the Ultimate Cut is awesome, because it's got all the animated stuff mixed, um, put back in as well. Right, the, um, what's it, the Tale of the Black Freighter? Is that what it's called? Yeah, that yeah. one, yeah. That's what it is. So they put it all... On the ultimate cut, they've put it all in in order, in chronological order. So it actually works out better when you watch it because it tells the full story. Yeah. Yeah. But that's pretty good. I bought ages ago. I bought I bought that. I got given the special edition of The Watchmen. And I bought the ultimate cut because I saw that Black Freighter disc and I thought I'm not paying fucking 25 quid just for that on Blu-ray or DVD um, and then I saw the ultimate cut and the ultimate cut I paid like a tenner for it and I yeah. thought that's actually fucking so much better so I just got rid of that, I just bought that and it's an American disc as well which is quite funny it still plays though huh oh yeah, yeah it just doesn't pay my my Blu-ray player that you bought me a few years ago for Christmas. Yep. Yeah, which was a big, big surprise. Um, that's all great, but it will not play my special edition of Return of the Living Dead or 
my super duper edition of Trick or Treat. So, I cannot play. E I can't play either of those on a multi-regional fucking player. What the fuck is up with that? Son of a bitch! I can't play them. They just sit there and look pretty in my collection. I just can't fucking play them. Unbelievable! I can't believe the injustice. Yeah, it's your fault. Uh, yeah, I specifically bought it for uh, blocking out uh, Trick or Treat. Actually, yeah. that's how they yeah. advertised it. They said this will not play Trick or Treat no matter what. On Shane's Blu-ray player. Yes. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> Still, you got to see the funny side to it. You know, it's like shit happens. But I have them there for when I get a Blu-ray player, and if they just so happen to play on that, there will be much rejoicing. Someday, Shane, it'll happen. But if I remember correctly, actually. The special edition of Return of the Living Dead I got is, I think it's number two. Return I think it's Living Dead two. I think it's Return of the Living Dead two. So no, no, it is Return of the Living Dead. I was going to so say, I, I don't think yeah. they would make a special edition of part two. Yeah, see, because my oh yeah, that's another another thing. I can't even play my Night Greed. Why? That that's that, you're just better off for that. Hey, hey, stop it, you. Night Breed's awesome. I don't know. That's not my game. That's something else. Yeah, but on the plus side, I, in a hilarious moment of insanity, I bought Titanic on Blu-ray. Uh, okay. And, right, and the only reason I bought it, it was like everyone, I had a mate of mine come around, and I was like, he was like, what, what, what should we watch? I was like, let's watch Titanic. He went, Why? And I went, I'll show you why. And I skipped it to when the boat hits the iceberg. And I watched it from there. And he went, why did you watch it from there? I went, because the first half's really shit. And the second half is where the action is. And I turned around and said, also, chef hitting propeller. So, yeah, so I was just making all these jokes while we were watching the last half of it, and he just said, you're fucking sick in the head. And I was like, yep. Congratulations, you finally noticed. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Yeah, I've been, uh, I've been reading a ton this year, Shane. Uh, I well, think... February. Yeah, I think I mentioned last time I was uh, reading um, The Undead, a book by John Russo that contains uh, Night of the Living Dead and his uh, original Return of the Living Dead story, which has nothing oh, to do with the movie. Right, okay. So, like, uh, I loved reading Night of the Living Dead. That was a lot of fun because that was it was essentially scene for scene what the movie is, but with a little more details. Yeah. Um, but I was not a huge fan of his Return of the Living Dead story. Uh, it it started good, and I just I don't know I I it didn't grip me. Okay, didn't follow so, through on it, but it was yeah, an so interesting for, read. So, for the context of um, listeners, if you don't get the reference of Night of the Living Dead in Return of the Living Dead movie, yeah, then this will completely fall short on you because basically they've in Return of the Living Dead, um. What's his face? The old guy, Bert. But he points out and says that the drums that they have were basically from 
the era of Night of the Living Dead, so from 1968. So basically he points out and says that the zombie apocalypse or the zombie invasion that happened actually happened. That's what he's implying. Yeah. The the book is completely different because it's mm-hmm. it's literally just a direct sequel to The Night of the Living Dead. It picks up yeah. with some of the same characters and, you know goes out a few years later and another zombie outbreak happens. But uh, yeah. yeah, it wasn't as great. Uh, I also read the novelization of Titan Find, a.k.a. Creature, which is a really shitty uh, sci-fi horror movie that's an alien ripoff. And I fucking... Oh, I loved the book, Shane. It was such a good read. <laughs> For such a bad movie, I was like, oh, I love this. This is so dumb. It's such... It, it, it went by so quick. I read that thing in like a weekend. Um, yeah. See, there. See, I've got books that I've read literally in a day. Yeah. And you know, there's a book that I bought. I was 11 years old, and it was a book called Cry Vampire by Terence Dix. And it was really funny because I had it, and one of the pages got ripped out, and the front cover got ripped off, and I was really gutted about it. And I was looking on this on this website that had all books, and it was a cheap, cheap like secondhand, hard to find books. And Cry Vampire was on there. I was like, "Fuck me, I want to get that." I haven't read that for years. And I sat there and read it. And when you're 11, compared to when you're 37, you know it's because that was how long ago when I really bought it. Mm. It was like. Holy shit, when I was 11 years old, this book is so fucking awesome. At 37, I was like, oh. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, not as good as I remember it, but it was still really cool to read it, and it's only like 105 pages. Yeah. So it's like a really short book, but obviously it was written for kids in mind or young teenagers. So, yeah, I still have it. It's uh, it's just one of those things where I was like, wow, I used to love this book when I was 11. Now I'm a lot older. I'm like, yeah, meh, you know. Yeah, doesn't doesn't live up to the hype you had earlier. No, no. But I still say one of my favorite books. When the Lost Boys came out, I bought the novelization by Craig Shaw Gardner. Yep. And I lost my copy back in the 1990s. I lost it. I was devastated. And then I rebought it a few years ago, and I got it for 4.99. So, but if you try to buy it online you will look for copies and they'll be going from between forty nine ninety nine to 150 quid just for a copy of the book because it is a one-off print. Yeah. And, um, you know, I bought it in 1988. So I would have been 14 when I, when I bought it. And then again, a few years ago, I got it. And I've literally stashed it out of the way so well, I can't fucking find it. I'm not going to lose this. Uh, yeah, I ain't losing this. I can't even fucking find the bastard. So yeah, but that, yeah, so that was uh, that's quite entertaining. But have you heard? Uh, what was it? There's something to do. So I heard something the other day about Lost Boys. Um, oh yeah, they're bringing out the 4K release. Ooh, and they've also they're, this has got my 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 sense of tingling. They're bringing out the 4K restoration of the Crow. Wow. And I don't have a 4K player. I'm still going to buy it, though. (laughs) 
Because that's the kind of crow fan I am. Yeah, sure. I fucking love that movie. Yeah. Hey, I've got Eric Draven tattooed on my arm. Is it in 4K? No, not the tattoo. <laughs> oh, man. If you, so, if yeah. you get real close at it, it probably is, but... Yeah, you just got to get, like, really close to it. Yeah. Yeah, so I've been just plowing through books. I also finished uh, Fear, which is the autobiography of Dario Argento. Okay. And I fucking love that, but much like Dario Argento's career, the first two-thirds of it are fucking fascinating. You can't put it down. You have to keep reading it. And the last third, I'm like, uh, is this over yet? (laughs) (laughs) Just like his movies. Oh, man. See, I've never been a fan of Dario Argento, but oh, I can understand why people love him so much. I love his... It, but his, his um, life story is absolutely hilarious. Like, he's he goes... so many, In such detail of, like, actresses that he was banging and, like, all this stuff. It's, <laughs> that's fascinating. And then I got Odie screaming downstairs. Yeah. Brady, go tell him to shut up. Odie's probably alerting everybody to the fact the kittens... And the mother are trying to escape. No. Somebody's somebody's walking their dog outside. Oh, right. What an asshole. So, yeah, last night went to a uh, double feature. It was uh, Connecticut Cult Classics Anthology Night. Ooh. And they played uh, Tales from the Hood. And Fucking then, hell. And then the Twilight Zone movie. Why? And, man, I got to tell you, Tales from the Hood was so good to watch like in a group of people it was a blast yeah and i i hadn't watched uh the twilight zone movie probably since i was like little you know yeah and christopher it, walken yeah christopher walken being scary christopher walken oh no not no that's dead zone isn't it that's <laughs> definitely dead zone <laughs> yeah um, but it does not hold up, man. It was, it was a stinker. I, yeah, was like, I, I, like, I remember loving it and then I'm watching it and I'm like, this isn't that good. <laughs> this is, did you watch the, it was it the, um, hang on a minute. I'm confused because I've seen Twilight Zone movie years ago. Yep. I don't remember it. Um, and there was the TV show as well. Well, there's, yeah, quite a few TV was shows. Was William Shatner in the TV show, or was it the movie he was in? He was in the TV show. Uh, right. The, sa- the no. same story. It was in the movie, but it, uh, it was John Lithgow, not William Shatner. Right. Yeah, I remember that. Ah, right, yeah, that's what I remember. Yeah. And he was pretty good in it. So yeah. that, that was fun. Um, But yeah, what else? What else have I been doing? Uh, I was going to tell Mike I've been listening to a lot of his heavy metal recommendations. Ah. And getting into some stuff. And I'm going to a bunch of uh, concerts coming up, Shane. Cool. One of his uh, bands he recommended, Mutoid Man. I'm going to see them in the beginning of March. Uh, they're coming around to a little shitty uh, shitty venue near me, so that'll be fun. Well, the shitty venues are always good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and this, this is one of the shittiest. <laughs> it's the... It's what I love about tiny little venues like that is the fact that, yeah, it's a shitty venue. The sound's really awful, but it's the experience of being there and just 
walking out with your ears bleeding. It's like, yeah, it was a great gig that was. Or like I did the last time I went to a tiny, tiny venue, came out with a shoulder injury. Was that because you got out of bed? No, this was a few years ago, so I was considerably younger than I am now. And I got into a mosh pit and someone clobbered me in the shoulder with their boot while they were trying to crowd surf. That hurt, actually. Oh, yeah. Well, look on the bright side, at least it was your shoulder and not, like, your face. Yeah, this is true. Well, actually, I mean, someone if someone would have kicked me in the face, it would have made a vast improvement, but, you know. <laughs> Oh, man. But yeah, no, you talk about gigs. I've got one I've got one gig lined up in November of this year. Mm -hmm. And I've just bought tickets for the band Therapy. Um, it's the 30th anniversary of the album Trouble Gun. It's their most famous album. Uh, it's their Irish pop punk. Uh -huh. And... They're fucking awesome. I love them. I've loved them for years. And I've pretty much got all of their albums. There's a couple I'm missing, but that's the so like early ones. But um, yeah, they're playing Epic Studios in Norwich um, in on November the 10th. So that's something to look forward to. Um, I just bought my ticket for that. I'm waiting for Pearl Jam to announce their tour because they're playing London yep. in June. Um, so I'm going to get tickets for that because um, when I saw Pearl Jam a couple of years ago, they were fucking amazing. They were amazing. I was even teary-eyed when they played Jeremy in the live. You know, wow. Yeah. So that was a great encore moment, that was. Um, but, yeah, um, that's uh, generally about it, really. All right, cool. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, let's, I think um, I think it's uh, pretty much it, really. You know. Um, well, I got some news to go through, Shane. Not a whole not lot. News. Oh, well, I've got news. News. So. I don't know if you've seen this. I probably should have sent it to you, but they, they released a trailer for Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey Part 2. Oh, fuck that shit. I ain't watching that. <laughs> now, you never watched the first one, right? No, no, I wasn't going to either. Listen, I gotta say, I watched the trailer for Part 2. It it looks a whole lot better than the first movie. How? I, I, they got a budget. I don't know what was what's going on here, but like it doesn't look that bad. And like the big thing is, right. this is this is Tigger is now is now right. one of the killers. I am now going to go onto YouTube and watch this fucking trailer. Oh boy! Right, I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, exclusive it's... trailer. Exclusive, exclusive oh. to YouTube. What the fuck does that mean? Exclusive. It's off wall. Oh. So yeah, that's uh I can't believe that they're not only that they're making another one, but like it doesn't look that bad. Uh and if I remember right, the same company is also making a Steamboat Willie movie this year sometime. Really? Oh yeah. 
because that has now fallen into public domain, so they can fucking make another a Steamboat Willie horror movie. Well, anything's got to be better than the fucking banana split. That's true. That is true. Well, I was so, bored of that. Really, I was really excited. Was, oh my god, banana split horror movie! Yes, and you know, I thought I watched that, and I was literally with my buddy Karen. And um, <laughs> I was really excited. I was like, oh, my God, Banana Split movie, I'm going to buy it. And the message later on and turn around and said, I'm fucking live. Shame, we're, I'm he, losing you a little bit. Your sound is going out. Yeah, because I'm watching that trailer. Oh. <laughs> we got a live reaction going with Shane's uh, trailer watching. Fascinating. Absolutely Fascinating. I'll just put in uh, drops of uh, Mike's voice. Oh, sorry, jeez, I'm so I'm so rude. <laughs> uh, tell me if you can hear this. Yes, that does look considerably better. This is a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> See, we don't even we don't even need to have Mike here. I'll just keep dropping his voice in. <laughs> yeah, do that. But yeah, well, that looks interesting. It's but it looks better. It looks like a better movie. It, well, it still looks shit like the first one, but obviously. <laughs> Story-wise, it could be better. Yeah, man. It's got Tigger. That's everyone's favorite. T-I-double-gur. <laughs> <laughs> so that should be stupid, and I can't wait to see people complain about it. Oh, um, yeah. I'm going to complain about that fucker. Also in the news, Shane, is um, they're saying that another Texas Chainsaw Massacre will be on its way. Oh, oh for fuck's sake. Really? Not many details on it, but I'm hoping that it's going to be a sequel to the original movie that ignores all the other sequels, like every fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre has ever been. Yeah, it's almost like the fucking Alien series they're going to do, aren't they? They're doing an Alien series where they're going to retcon every fucking movie that Ridley Scott had a hand in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't necessarily have a problem with that. If we can, do either. <laughs> you know, it's like, come on, after what he did with the fucking with the last movie, because that film sucks. Uh, Covenant. Yeah, oh, that sucked so bad. I was so disappointed. Awful. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so we got more Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So how excited are you for that? I'm not. <laughs> you didn't like the last one? I don't remember. I fucking... Oh. Well, the last one was all right, but then I watched it again, and I was like, oh. Really? You know, it was like there was some good kills. Yeah. But, I mean, that, that fucking, all the influences on the bus, I still say, was one of the best film scenes I've ever seen in any Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That, that's, but, that, that, that scene was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was, the guy was like, oh, if you do anything, you're going to get cancelled, and then it gets cut up. I was like, fuck yes. Fucking social media influences. <laughs> oh, my God. So good. 
Yeah, it's um, that was an awesome scene. That was well worth watching. And the woman climbing out of the window, oh my god, help me! And then she gets cut in half. It's like, oh, yeah, her guts yeah. just spill over. Yeah, that was superb. I loved it. <laughs> Actually, do you know what? I might just rewatch it later on. See, just to sit and giggles. And now you're ready for another one. You're gonna be so pumped. Uh, yeah, I guess. Maybe they'll make just a sequel to. Uh... Uh, Texas Chainsaw: The Return. Oh God! Bring back Renee Zellweger, you know. Oh, and her new face. <laughs> her new, yeah, it could be her starring her new face. She could be the new Leatherface. <laughs> she could be actually, and then Matthew McConaughey as well. Bring sure. him back. Yeah, bring him back from the dead. Except he'll be around going, all right, all right, all right. You know that kind of shit. With his his remote controlled robotic leg. Yes. That would be quite funny if someone just like ripped his leg off and just threw it at people. I'd, I'd piss myself if someone done that. I actually know someone who's got a false leg. He right, who had an unfortunate uh, motorcycle accident. Yep. And he lost half of his leg below the knee. And basically, um, he's been known. I've seen it. I saw him do it, and I was literally beside myself with laughter when he done it. I couldn't stop. Basically, someone had pissed him off. Uh, no, what are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? And he literally took his leg off and threw it at them. <laughs> I thought you say beat him with it. <laughs> no, he just, he, he sat down, he just took his leg off and threw it at them. And they turned around and looked down and saw this false leg on the floor. And he's just sitting there giving them the finger. And I was pissing myself so much. I couldn't control myself. I honestly couldn't. It was so fucking funny because I've never seen anything like it before. So, <laughs> you know, so as well as the sound of people the vomiting that makes me laugh, it's like the vision of people throwing false legs. Yeah, those are, they, they go hand in hand. Yeah, yeah. It was just the funniest thing ever, but yeah. That's great. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey and his, and his mechanical leg. Maybe they should bring back every Texas Chainsaw family and just have, like, all of them back together. Just have a free-for-all. Yeah, family reunion. Yeah, kill them all off, let them all fight together, and just see who comes out on top. It's going to be Grandpa. It's going to be Grandpa. You know it is. Yeah, but fucking hell, Grandpa. I mean, he's, like, long dead. He's, like, desiccated corpse now. (laughs) You poke him in the full of dust. Just dust. It's like, it's like in part yeah. two when they take the chainsaw off the of the gr- oh, grandma and her just her arms are just all craggly dust. Yeah. <laughs> oh Fuck. shit. Whatever next. So, all right, Shane. Let's get into some of our uh, new films that we've watched, and maybe well, we can maybe we could uh, get into your notes that you've taken so uh, well, diligently. No, Literally, can I just point out, the notes that I made are literally the titles of the films that I watched. Those are your notes. Those are my notes. <laughs> I will forget. I'll forget. You know, because you know what I'm like. It's like, oh, yeah, I watched a load of movies this week. Can't remember what the fuck they were, though. But, you know. Does you that know. have anything to do with your age? Let's be honest, Shane. Quite possibly. <laughs> Quite possibly. All right, well, let's get to it. Why don't you tell me one of the movies that you watched? Well, one of the movies I watched was is a teen horror movie. I saw the trailer a while back, and it's called Totally Killer. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and um, it's set in 1987. So the soundtrack is fucking awesome because it's all like electro pop and stuff I grew up listening to. And it's got the chick who played Sabrina Spellman in The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Um, and she plays the main character. Um, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Banks is in it, playing the mother. And basically, the initial story is there's a guy going around called the Valentine Day Killer. And basically, in 1987, three victims, he claimed three victims where he all knows the Sweet 16 killer. So basically, in 1987, he claimed three victims where he stabbed them 16 times each. That was his, that was his uh, modus operandi. Mm -hmm. Modus, modus operandi. Wrong? Oh, yeah. Anyway. Um, so basically, her mother gets killed by this guy because she gets him over. that basically says, I will, you know, your next one day sort of thing. And um, there was this kid who she went to school with that he, his dad was like, a TV news anchor and like he was really popular. So his son was trying to follow in his footsteps. So he became an investigative journalist. So basically what he did, him and Elizabeth Banks have been like texting each other. Um, she was um, obviously married to another guy and uh, the mother gets killed she gets stabbed up but she's kicking this guy's ass because she like did self-defense and everything so that seems quite funny but she gets stabbed up and then the girl who i will call sabrina because i can't remember what her fucking name was in the film right. um she basically finds out that a friend of hers has created a time machine and she's basically set it to the date that the first murder took place so basically she gets chased by this killer in 2022 and or 23 or whatever it no it was last year so 23 so she gets chased by this killer and she ends up in this time machine and he tries to stab her and he puts the blade through the control panel so basically the time machine wouldn't work unless there was like an additional metal component and the knife seemed to have worked so she goes back to 1987 so all the people that she knows are all teenagers and they're in high school and basically she's walking around trying to convince all these people that, oh yeah, you know, you're going to die and all this sort of stuff. And it's actually quite funny. And the kill scenes are actually quite interesting. They're quite entertaining as well. And, um, it's essentially, she goes back hoping to change the future. So her mother doesn't die, but also she kind of changes the future as well which is actually quite funny because she doesn't realize she's doing it. And all the people that were killed in 1987, you know, as reported in 2023, they all die in the wrong order. So it changes everything. Hmm. And it is actually quite entertaining because um, it's like time travel and stuff. And it's, it was, it was the, um, some of the characters in it are just so fucking stupid. You know, think 2023 social media influences, but there's these like four girls that call themselves the Mollies and they 
base their fashion sense after eight, 1980s Molly Ringwald movies. So yeah, it's a typical, it's a teen horror, but I've been wanting to watch it because it happens to be on Shudder. I actually found it quite entertaining. Um, it did make me chuckle and the soundtrack was awesome because it was like a new order and Echo and the Bunny Men and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I loved, I was happy listening to the soundtrack. Yep. And it was just really, really cool. Because I'm old. Yes. You know, that music, I love that music. So it was all good. Was uh, Was there any gore in it? Hmm. Well, yeah, people are getting stabbed up left, right, and fucking center. So it's, uh, it is quite entertaining when you see this bird laying on a fucking waterbed getting stabbed up and the guy misses. He stabbed her. And then, and then basically he realized that he stabbed her. So he stabs her again just to make the 16 stab wounds. So he's counting. Is he going like one, two, three? Well, no, you don't see, you don't hear him counting, but he basically, each of the victims are stabbed 16 times. Yeah. Because each of the, each of the girls that he kills, they're all 16 years old. It's one of those films you need to watch because although you might find it really crap, I actually really enjoyed it and I thought it was quite funny. And, um, I mean, it's just basically, Teenagers getting stabbed up. Can't beat that. Nope. Um, so that was one of the films that I watched. Nice. Uh, um, well, I have a list of nine that I watched over the last nine. week. Nine. Yes. Okay. So I'm not, I'm not going to discuss all of them. I'm just going to like basically give you like just well, no, oh yeah, ten actually. Uh, right. So I watched my best friend's exorcism. Okay, that sounds horrible. Um, yeah, kind of. Set in 1988, another teen horror. Basically, a young girl goes out, you know, a couple of group of friends go out, they all take LSD for the first time, and they all have a bad trip. All these two girls have a really bad trip. Uh, only problem is one of them actually gets possessed by a demon, um, and she completely changes, but that was quite funny. Um, there was a, there's a scene in the movie involving a ringworm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, an an eleven foot ringworm. Oh, yes. And where's it coming out of? Uh, the mouth. Oh. But what's really funny is like it comes out so far, and then this dog runs in into the room and grabs it, and then tugs it out, and then Chuck runs off with this ringworm. Oh my god! <laughs> it's actually that scene was quite funny. Um, what else did I watch? I watched the Mortuary Collection. Okay, I think I've heard yeah, of that one. Yeah, Clancy Brown. Yep. Yeah, that's that was good. I enjoyed that. So it was like an anthology um, movie, um, and I quite liked that. I mm. I thought I'd seen it before, but I couldn't remember if I had. So yeah, that was all right. Um, Wreck three and four because I couldn't remember if I'd watched number three. There's a four. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, four was set on a cruise ship. No, not a cruise ship, a tanker ship. Okay. Yeah, um, that was all right, and it's got the original girl from the first one. Really? The uh, yeah. the reporter? Yeah, she's in it. So, Because basically, how they've done that one, it's kind of like... Um, it's kind of like a 
direct sequel to number two because number three was set at a wedding and i think if number three was set around the time of number one oh because yeah, that's timeline wise yeah because there's footage in number three that correlates to number one or number two or i can't remember which it is but um yeah so there was that that was that was all right it was wasn't the greatest but it wasn't a bad film um but yeah number three was quite entertaining um because it was set at a wedding and lots of wedding guests getting fucking eaten and all that sort of stuff so it was quite cool um, and I thought this is really cool actually because I've been wanting to see this again for years and years and years. But I found Chopping Mall on Amazon Prime. I haven't seen it since the 1980s. Oh, yeah, that's a classic. Um, yeah, I was like, oh my god, Chopping Mall, I need to watch that. So that was quite cool. Um, I watched, <laughs> I love, I love in that movie that they're just like, their plan is to like stay in a department store and bang and, and like drink yeah. on, on like all the, the fake beds and stuff that are in there. Yeah. Like that's what your plan is. What the fuck? That was, that was actually quite entertaining. That was, but I'd forgotten how fucking cheesy those robots were. Yeah. You know, and the, the fucking, the lasers, the, the freaking lasers! You know, it was just so funny. People's heads popping when they get shot in the head and all that. Yeah. And it's like they, they can't get away from, like, the fucking slowest robots ever. Yeah, right. You know, it was like, oh, I'm just going to run around this corner. Yay! Oh, look, there's the robot again. Oh, shit, you know. Just fucking robots, tip it over. Just tip it yeah. over. <laughs> yeah, and how the fuck did they get that up and down the escalators, you know? You just got a fucking, what the fuck? But, yeah, so there was that. Um, I watched a, a Polish movie, which I thought was quite funny, called Yummy. Yummy. Um, which is a zombie movie set in a hospital. Okay. And it's actually really quite – it's stupid, but it's really, really fucking funny. So it's it's in Polish, Russian, and English. Mm. And you've got this couple – this young couple go in, this, this girl goes in to get a breast reduction and her mother goes in with them to get liposuction and stuff like that. And then the boyfriend is there to um, like drive them and all the rest of it. So there's that. And they turn up at this hospital and there's all this really shady shit going on. And, um, and it does look shady as fuck. But they go in there and the girl is getting prepped for this surgery to get her boobs reduced the mother is in recovery after having her surgery done. Um, and the boyfriend is investigating like the hospital, the surrounding area and stuff. And there's him in this porter, this porter who's a massive fucking drug addict. He's just taking shitloads of drugs that he can get his fucking hands on while in the hospital, kind of convenient. And they come across what can only be described as patient zero. Um, this guy sees this girl on a gurney and she's like, we've got this mask on and she's like struggling. And he thought she was struggling to breathe. So he took the mask off. But as he takes the mask off, that's when he realizes that half her face is missing. Mm. And, uh, you know, she somehow escapes and hilarity ensues. Um, but there were some scenes in that that were actually really, really funny. I really did chuckle. There was a guy goes in there for a penis extension. <laughs> and basically just he's add, like a lo- add some more on. <laughs> yeah so he's like a local celebrity 
sort of thing in Europe or whatever it is. And uh, this, he goes in, he, he's got his fucking bandage wrapped around his cock. And there's like, he traps himself or he shuts himself in the kitchen and this girl gets in and she's like, help me please, you know, all this kind of stuff. And basically they end up having sex. And basically he's looking for lube because he's just recently had the surgery. And he goes in this drawer and he finds this lube and he doesn't realise what it is. So he basically covers his hand in it and he slathers his cock in it as he's about to go and shag this bird. And she flicks the lighter and it turns out this hot, this lube stuff he's got is highly flammable. So basically he sets his cock on fire and basically she then gets a fire extinguisher and then puts it out. Only problem is... What she ends up doing is freezing his cock, and his cock falls off. <laughs> so that was that was probably one of the funniest films I've seen, as in regards to that. But it's it's comical as fuck because he goes running outside, going, "Oh my god, help me! I need a doctor!" So he basically he's got the head of his penis in his hand, yeah, and he runs outside of the room, and basically as he opens the door, he then gets ripped apart by zombies. Good God. Yeah, so that was quite entertaining. Um, I also finally watched Jacob's Wife with Barbara Crampton. Oh, I like that one. You did? Yeah. I thought he was shit. Oh, my God. Come on. It was dire as fuck. I thought it was great. I thought she was awesome in that. She was awesome. The film story itself was fucking awful. Come on. You got Larry Fessenden, Barbara Crampton. It's fucking sweet. No, no, not at all. Didn't enjoy that one. Um, not enough although, cocks falling off for you. <laughs> although Robert Russell getting eaten by rats was quite entertaining. <laughs> um, and the last film I watched was Elvira's Haunted Hills, just for shits and giggles. I watched that last night. Sure. That was just entertaining. That was just pure cheese. Yeah, it's, it's not as good as uh, Mistress of the Dark, though. I fucking love Mistress of the Dark. That's like, that's like I have I have Elvira, Mistress of the Dark Nights, with a few friends. Oh, that's every good. Story. That's just fucking. We just sit there and talk shit and just watch Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Yeah, and we sit there and quote it as well. It's quite funny. Yeah, that's a great movie. So, I got a couple new ones I watched, Shane. I didn't watch as many as you. Um, no, but I did watch. And I was going to save this for Mike, but um, I watched Destroy All Neighbors. Oh, I watched that as well. Okay, I thought you watched it. Yeah. And uh, so I know Mike said that he liked this. I fucking yeah. hated it. Yeah, same. <laughs> you know what, though? I actually sat there and started watching it. 45 yeah. minutes, I turned it off. After 45 minutes, I turned it off. I was like, what a fucking pile of shit is this? And then the following day, I was like, oh, I better finish it off. Yeah, you better finish it. Yeah, and all I can say is I will never get those 90 minutes back. <laughs> Ever. Uh, yeah, it's similar, similar on my end, Shane. I'm watching it, and I'm like, oh, come on. When is this going to be fucking over? Like, I, I get what they were doing, and... Mm-hmm. It, like they're trying for the whole horror comedy thing, yeah. Uh, with with you know it's like slapstick and um, what's his face Alex Winters in the the makeup to be the Russian guy, 
Yeah. And and it's it's it stars uh, Jonah Ray, uh, who is uh, from the Mystery Science Theater. All the all the new ones. He's like the new right. guy on that. And like I I think this had potential to be a little better if it was. I don't know. I think either if you went more outlandish or less outlandish. Like if you if you played it either more serious or way more over the top. I think either of those could have worked, but I think the way it is just I don't know. It it wasn't it wasn't for me. Yeah, I didn't enjoy it at all. I thought it was really boring. Um whether Alex Winter decided to try and relive the glory days of freaked, I don't know. Because yeah. it came across as like kind of freaked-ish. Yes. Um, but I just didn't enjoy it at all. I thought it was dull. It didn't make me laugh. Nope. And I was just really disappointed with it. And I got to the end of it, and I was like, thank fuck, that's over. <laughs> I know. I kind of It's a shame, too, because I like a lot of the people that are involved in it, and I just... Right. It didn't do it for me. Didn't want to watch it. Yeah, it was, it was dull. It was dull as fuck. And, Shane, I had thought that that was going to be one of the worst movies I watched this this year. But it wasn't. And then I watched Night Swim. See, I've been thinking about watching that, but I'm judging by the sounds of it. I'm kind of glad I didn't. <laughs> so, uh, I think Night Swim is a contender for worst movie of the year so far. <laughs> like, it is terrible um and just just in case anyone doesn't know the plot of night swim is uh, a family moves into a house with a swimming pool but it turns out that swimming pool was built on an ancient indian swimming hole oh god <laughs> and i this is not that's not a joke that is literally the plot <laughs> and it's so, like it's haunted or something Z has entered the room. Oh, good. So, yeah, yeah. The, the only thing I can describe Night Swim like is that, you know how, in a lot of movies, like, if you see, it's a horror movie you're watching, right, and you see, like, a swimming pool, and somebody's going into the swimming pool, and you're like, oh, you know, this they're going to drown, or something bad's going to happen involving the water, like, you sort of anticipate what's going to happen. Yeah, and, and you get those scenes in a lot of different movies. It's like that. Only it's a, an hour and a half of that scene, and you're like, yeah. "Oh god, god!" And like, yeah. Ziggy has joined us. He's he's currently sat in front of me on the on the PC desk. Wow, celebrity! We got a celebrity guest. Yeah, we've got a Ziggy Stardust. But yeah, uh, and and Wyatt Russell is in it, and I really like him, Kurt Russell's son. Like he's right. in a lot of he's in a lot of good stuff, and I like him when he's in it. And he's not that good. Uh, he's got to play like the dad that becomes bad, like Poltergeist or Poltergeist Two, whatever, whichever one it was. Yeah, or Amityville or whatever. And um, I, it's so just dull and annoying. And I could not wait for that movie to be over. It's, yeah. but I've seen people like online going, "Oh, it's pretty good. I really liked it." I don't know what they're talking about. Like, did they watch the same movie I was watching? I it it was dull. It had 
there was no good gore or anything. There was, there was no even really good scares. The, the plot was as generic and stupid as you could possibly imagine. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't I don't have a whole lot of good things to say about it. Uh, I, I would just say avoid it at all costs. But uh, if you're looking for, like, the worst movie to watch, that, that could do it. But there was one good well, scene. There was one scene yeah. when uh, Wyatt Russell, right, He he's a baseball player. Or he was a baseball player, and he he goes to his kids' baseball game to try to teach the kids how to play, and yeah. they do it. They do a slow mo scene where he hits the baseball, and and like smashes the baseball, and it breaks apart in slow motion. And that's, okay. that was the only cool thing they had in the movie. <laughs> but, well, apparently, there's another movie that's come out this week. Well, not this week, but last week. Baghead. Baghead. Why does that sound familiar? Sackhead. Is it? I think it, I think it might be Sackhead or something. But I was looking to go to the cinema to watch it, and when I looked at the at the screenings, there was literally one screening, one showing of the film at nine p.m. on one day, and there's a brand new horror movie. Uh, I don't know, Shane. I just looked at it on IMDb. <laughs> this might be another contender for a horrible movie. Oh. Oh, it looks bad. Yeah. You know, I thought it was a horror movie at the cinema. I, I don't watch horror at the cinema that often. Well, that's why I, so I went to Night Swim. I had, like, one, I had a gift card to go to the movies, and two... Uh, I had nothing to do on this particular Saturday. And I'm like, oh, I'll go watch, you know, a movie. And, and that'll be good. And I hated it. And I wish I didn't waste my gift card on it. I was going to say, do you have any regrets? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, but, man. But the but popcorn, yeah, was, with, popcorn was okay. So Yeah, but my biggest regret of this week was watching all, uh, Destroy All Neighbors. Well, you watched it this week. Yeah, I, I watched all these movies I watched this week. Wow, Shane, you're a beast. Well, the thing is, because you've got to remember, I don't work, so it was, I was watching stuff during the day, and then some movie, some nights I was watching, like, well, I was watching two or three movies a day. So that's basically why I'll, there's so many movies I watched this week. And, you know, I didn't even go through my fucking Blu-ray collection or my DVD collection. I was literally just watching stuff on Netflix and Shudder. Yeah. And it's like when you look at trailers for movies on Shudder, um, some of them just, you can tell the ones from the hot, big budget ones from the really low budget ones. And yep. you can tell which ones are going to be really, really fucking shit or the ones that are going to be slightly good. And I think I kind of lucked out on a couple of the films that I watched that were quite good. But that was about it. And it's, it's just, Horror, it's always around about, it's like always the beginning of the year. Horror is always thin on the ground. No, you're absolutely right. It's, yeah, it's like, slim pickings now. Yeah, it is. Because a lot of, lot of horror movies, they go straight to streaming. And there's very few movies that go to the cinema. And I love going to the cinema. But I haven't been... I haven't been and watched a horror movie at the cinema for a while. I think the last film I watched... Might have been Scream Six, so 
It might be actually no. It could have even been Smile. Oh, so, wow. yeah. So that's how long ago it's been since I've been to the cinema to watch a horror movie. And you know, it's you know, I love. Well, you know as much as I do. I love fucking horror movies. I always have done. But it's like trying to find a movie to watch at the cinema. It's just really, really bad right now. Unless it's Godzilla. I still haven't seen that. Godzilla minus one. Oh, that's worth a trip to the movies. But it's not showing anywhere in Norwich. Son of a bitch. Yeah. So I might have to go the slightly illegal route Mm. for that one. But I really want to watch it because I've been, all I've heard is nothing but good things about that film. Yeah. And I really want to watch it. So I was just looking up um, Destroy All Neighbors, Shane. And mm-hmm. the director is the, what's this guy's name? Uh, Josh Forbes. And right. I, uh, the only other movie I see that he's directed on here is something called Contracted Phase 2, which I don't know what that's about. Maybe some disease horror movie or something. But the rest is all music videos. Okay. Like So he's a music video guy. And for Destroy All Neighbors, that kind of makes sense to me. Like... Just the, 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 the pace and how the thing was shot. Like, yeah, okay, I could see this was done by a guy that likes music videos. Yeah. See, I think another thing as well, because you sometimes you've got to give credit to people who directed music videos and then went to movies. Yeah. Because Alex Proyas, he was a music video director before he did The Crow. And Tim Pope was a music video director before he did the crow Two city of angels but we don't talk about the crow Two city of angels because it's <laughs> it's an abortion um but uh yeah i mean there are a lot of people out there who i mean well who's the other guy fucking mick, mick g wasn't he wasn't he yeah, a music mick, video guy yeah mick g yeah he was um he did music videos who's the other guy who did the video for praise you by fat boy slim Fuck, what's his name? I could picture the video. I don't know. Yes. Spike Jones. Oh, Spike Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he did Three Kings He with George Clooney. Mm-hmm. Um, he's done some fucking good films. Although I'm looking at his music videos that this guy did. Um, let's see. Carly Rae Jepsen. It's not Christmas till somebody cries. Ugh. Uh, oh, he did. He did an offspring one. Offspring coming for you. He did. Um, obviously, he did Weapon of Choice. No, no, no. You're talking about. <laughs> you're talking about Spike Jones. I'm talking about Josh Forbes. Oh right. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. This guy did not do Weapon of Choice. <laughs> oh man. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm hoping we get some better movies uh, coming up. Um, Maybe I can, I'll just hold out for Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey too. But electric, if we electric if, yeah, <laughs> break dance to electric boogaloo. I remember when that came out. Damn it! <laughs> Holy fucking shit! I'm old. Hey, I remember watching break dance when I was nine years old, but I was too fat to try and do any of the moves. <laughs> just got to spin faster. Yeah, you try to do that with this fucking gravitational pull and all this body mass. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, man. All right, Shane. Well, that's about all I got, unless you have anything else you wanted to bring up. 
I've got nothing, but I think this is probably the shortest podcast we've ever done. I know, right? And to the point. Which is yeah. good, because now I can go take that shower that I've been dying for and maybe get something, uh, something to eat besides pretzels. Yeah, and I could go and take a shit and then cook my dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that at the same time. Oh, no, 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 no. I got a new frying pan, you see. And um, I treated myself, and I don't usually eat red meat, but I really craved a steak. Ooh. So I bought myself I bought myself a, um, a ribeye steak Wow. the other day. So I'm going to cook that fucker up with some roasted veggies. So I've got courgettes, or zucchini, as you guys call it. Courgettes. Yes, I've got carrots and i've got some baby new potatoes and i'm going to stick some cherry tomatoes in it and i'm going to roast them on a on a tray with some garlic and oil and a little bit of salt and pepper not too much salt but a little bit of pepper and i'm going to fry my steak in garlic butter oh god sounds so good i'm just gonna i know me i'll just fuck it all up but this is me we're talking about because you know, long gone are the days where I used to be a really good cook, and now I'm just like, I'm just chuck it in the pan and hope for the best. Good luck. And I've I've got some goat's cheese I'm going to put on top of the steak. Oh, my God, I love goat cheese. Mm, it's so good. Well, save some for me, Shane. Well, you better get your fucking ass moving, then. <laughs> I'm I'll on my way. Keep it warm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait for you to turn up in about a week. It's a bit cold and festering now, mate. Sorry, you'll have to wait. Oh, all right. Let's wrap right. this up, Shane. Sounds like a plan. All right. Well, thanks for joining me on this podcast, and thanks for everybody for listening. Most welcome. And if you want to get a hold of the podcast, you can reach us at allyouneedisbloodpod at gmail.com. If you want to get a hold of me, I'm uh, at Ryan Tudelo, I think, on Twitter still. I don't remember. It's been a while since I had to log in, uh, mm-hmm. and all and all you need uh, all you need Ryan on Instagram. Uh, you can also find me floating around our Facebook page, the Facebook group. All you need is Blood Podcast, and on the uh, upcoming horror movies uh, f- um, fans group on Facebook. I'm always on there as well. Uh, how about you? Um, well, if you want to find me, not that I recommend it, but um, on Facebook, I'm on the All You Need Is Blood podcast group. Um, I'm one of the admins on there. <laughs> wow. How did you, you get that deal? Oh, I don't know. Someone made me an admin. I can't remember who it was. But, you know, it's not that we do a very good job. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, it's kind of funny. It's kind of ironic because I had to uh, remove several porn requests from... I, I've seen those come in. <laughs> yeah. I just removed them. It was like, deny them, block them. Fuck off, you know, that kind of shit. Um, probably, in hindsight, it probably would have made the group a bit more exciting. But, you know, shit happens. Um, yeah, so there's the Facebook All You Need Is Blood podcast group. If you want to find me on Twitter, it's Dead Cell Society. Can't believe I still use that name. And um, on Instagram, RoboGinge74. If you so desire to follow me or send a request because I veto everything that goes on there now. <laughs> I've, I've, I've literally, my all my social media accounts are private. So if you're, even if people send me a message, I have I get requests. And the amount of requests I've deleted over the last week or so is just like, 
fucking ridiculous. Same with Twitter. Twitter, it's like every single day I log in and there's like, oh, hi, I'm a porn bot. Add me. Follow me. Watch my like, own like, all right. I just sit there and like fucking critique everything. They say, sorry, but your legs were a bit too veiny and your vagina is a little bit asymmetrical on the left-hand side, you know. (laughs) 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 So not not only do you review uh, horror movies, Shane, but you also review uh, vaginal shapes. Yes, indeed. (laughs) So said Shane pictures of your vaginas to get him to uh, to critique them. <laughs> yes, your lips looking a bit puffy, love. You got an infection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, I can't wait to see the emails you get. <laughs> that would be comic gold. It really would. All right, Shane. I got some dogs that have just spilled in here, so I think that's my cue to get up and get out. Yep. All right, indeed. Well, it's always a pleasure. Yes, Never sir. a chore. All right, and I guess I'll just say bye for now. Yep. Ladies. What's up, Franny? What do you want? This fucking dog. Huh. All right, yeah, I'm Z- stinking, Shane. I got to hit that shower. Yeah, Ziggy is looking at me as if to say, where's my food? So I better feed boy. Um, And I will catch you next time. All right, man. We'll see you later. Bye.